0: All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted, one-on-one, and uh, special guest tonight. A um, lot of different titles, and uh, we'll probably get into all those at some point, but uh, some of those are initials that I can't explain, so I'll let Marcus do it, because I probably won't do him justice. The one's after your name, you know, uh, but uh, oh, special man. guest tonight, Marcus Williams, uh, former Ohio State Buckeye, and uh, actually, let me. why don't you introduce yourself, and then I'll, I'll, I'll add on afterwards,
1: all right? Yeah, I can do that. Like I said, I think that's by design. I like to be a little mysterious. My dad always called me a lifetime student. So that's the, that's the easiest and simplest way to introduce myself. What do you do for life, man? I just, I just learn things. But <laughs> no, formerly trained as a physical therapist. So I have my doctorate in physical therapy and then also have my master's in business administration. And over the years in sports medicine, my role has evolved from being a clinician to a clinic manager to now I'm more in an administrative role where I help with our outreach, our, our programming, our partnerships, just try to do things that anything that is sports medicine that happens outside the walls of our clinics is really touches me. And, and I help kind of do that and bring our brand to life out in the community.
0: Wow, and, and it's, uh, you do a, a great job. Uh, we get the chance to work together every day in, in capacities, various capacities, typically see each other real early in the morning, uh, before some people even get out of bed, I think not not so much anymore. But I know we used to, and you were usually working out. I was just working. So, when <laughs> the best work happens, man, you know, before the sun rises. Absolutely. You. Or I think I passed you on the way to, to 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 work the other day. You were on your way, probably after a workout. You know, like I said, I was on my way to work. So, <laughs> uh, but but no, uh, it's an honor to have you on tonight um, with with uh, the audience and uh, lots to cover. So. Um, the things I was going to add, and we'll we'll touch on all these. But uh, you're you're you may may be my personal trainer. Uh, um, you you kick my butt. Uh, you give me them workouts. Um, uh, I, I'm doing my best to keep up with them. <laughs> Life is uh, no excuses, no excuses. And, and uh, you're very gracious, uh, gracious with those workout plans. Um, uh, I think you do some stuff with Rock City that we'll get into. You're a husband. You're a father. Um, all those different things too. So we'll touch on all that before before we jump out of here. So, but let's start, man. You work at the Ohio State University. Today's a big day,
1: man. Uh, former player. Big day, big day. Big day. Why don't you talk a little bit about today? You know, it's been it's been one of those things that has really been a roller coaster ride. And it, I pretty much anybody I pass in the street, they see and I have my my work attire on. That's the question I get, man. Well, Buckeyes going to be playing this year? What are we going to be doing? So now we can finally say, yes, we're playing. And I think it just, you know, leadership is is everywhere. And, and you, can, you can see the stories of the leadership narrative play out in these situations. And it's not, these aren't easy decisions, but I think we've learned from this and you don't have to make decisions until decisions have to be made Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes it is imperative to be proactive and make decisions early so you can give your staff some bandwidth to use their creative energies to do things in the now and not worry about this week to week but when you have a seasonal business you have up until the season's going to start until you have to make some definitives. and I think the Big Ten just you know they got ahead of themselves and then it didn't make things any better when they said, not only are we making this decision, we're not going to revisit it. And then here we are six weeks later, and they got a lot of pressure from the nation. I mean, all the way up from, you know, the Oval Office in terms right. of what you guys are doing. And that's, um, I don't envy those decisions. And who's to say that there's no right or wrong. We'll see in a few months if all is well, you know, that's great, but if not, it is what it is. I always think like, it's easier to cancel to restart i say you can show up on your wedding day and cancel and leave and say (laughs) i don't want to do this but you can't look up two weeks before you planned on doing that wedding say you know what i changed my mind let's try to get this thing rolling It's just a lot of logistics and things that go into it so i'm curious to see how things shake out because guys have made decisions based on the information in front of them some guys decided they weren't going to play some may be coming back some may not so a lot of things are you know, in the balance here, so I'm curious to see how it plays out, man. I just got my popcorn ready. <laughs> yeah, you do.
0: Yeah, you do. And, and I'll tell you, it's interesting because, as you know, I'm I'm a I'm an ACC guy, so I'm not a you know, though I'm planted here in Columbus, I don't live and die by the Buckeyes. I know I probably just lost half my audience, but uh, most people should probably know that about me by now. But uh, mm-hmm. but you know, it's interesting to see as an ACC fan, our guys are playing and they've been playing and. The, and, and I know this isn't why we got on the call, but I think the interesting thing to me is it seemed like the Big Ten figured, you know what, we're going to put our chips in and everybody's going to follow. And then yeah. only one of the group followed and everybody else was All like, right. okay, cool, we're going to go ahead and play. And, and that... Um, then they're playing now, and that put that additional pressure on. It seems like, but I, you know, I'm not a, I'm a college basketball guy, so I don't follow football a lot. But uh, the other thing I tweeted today that I'm, I'm, I'm most happy. I'm happy for the players, thrilled that they get to play. But those businesses around the shoe, and you know, the people that rely on, on man, even Ohio State in general, the other sports that rely on Ohio State football, playing football, um, I'm really,
1: really happy for those because the, the ripple was massive, right? So I'm oh, hopefully I mean, they're, they get to see some of that. Yeah, I know firsthand, I mean, there were some, some businesses that exchanged ownerships. There were some new people that were going to be running these facilities and they were banking. You know, they're banking on those home games and those openers to really... Run that business for the majority of the year and set them up well. So, to not have that, yeah, I mean, could have been catastrophic for those folks. So, it is, man, it, it, it the ripple effect, the trickle down is huge. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, and, and we so can all smile. Thing we'll,
0: we'll say again. I said we can all smile now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a big day, big day for big time. I mean, if I can, if I put myself in those shoes and the ACC announced. They were playing today. I'd be super excited. I was excited on Saturday to see my my guys play. So, um, one other thing on football, and then we'll move on. Uh, talk about the play, uh, the Michigan Ohio State game. Man, came oh, up with man. a fumble. What talk about that? What what kind of moment was that for you? And, and what is it like
1: playing in D game? Man, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like. It. I mean, I always, you know, growing up, watching that game and just. The pageantry and how that rivalry was so intense. Grew up in a family full of diehard Buckeyes, but I was always the contrarian. So actually, the the dirty little secret I had when I was younger, I was a I was a go blue type of guy. Just just trying to be different. Yeah, to, <laughs> to I mean, I, my grandpa, uncle, they're rolling over in their grave just knowing like they <laughs> it was it, it was something. But to then finally get to that point. To where you're playing in that game and you're on the field and you just, the energy level, like you can't even explain it. It's just surreal. you like, feel superhuman out there. And leading up to that game, that was actually, there was a little narrative behind that because I was, I'd already graduated. I had my undergrad and there was a question whether or not I was gonna get in. I wanted to go to PT school. I wanted to get into OSU. Hadn't had that, received that communication back that I was, that was gonna happen. I'd already heard from Pitt so there were some conversations around, I may end up graduating. That was going to be my last season and just transfer over to Pitt, play my final season at Pitt and then go to PT school there if it didn't work out. So going into that game, I thought maybe this could be my last game, you know, in the shoe against that team up north. And it's like, man, I just wanted to have an impact, make a difference. And I was joking around with my roommates and say, hey, man, if I do something big you know, and the camera gets on me, like, I'm going to, I'll do something that you'll you'll know that I'm I'm talking to you. Like and it was funny. So then not not thinking it was gonna happen, get in the game, boom, big hit, get the fumble. And then like just was so pumped up, I froze up and I didn't do what I said I was gonna do. So I still get crap to this day. Like, man, you had the opportunity and you didn't give me my shout out. I'm like, ah oh, no, man, just the the bright the lights were too bright. The lights yeah. were too bright. But it it was just it's just like you can't and to have that moment captured in like there's this beautiful photograph. But just me up, my arms raised. The the team up north player just on the ground crumbled like you can't like that lasts forever. And yeah. then now like my son, he walks into my office, he sees that, and it just like he gets it, and it's already yeah. setting that tone for you know moving forward. So it's Absolutely, fun. yeah, he's gonna he's
0: gonna. I, we know where he's gonna go. I don't think he'll be wearing the the, the maize and blue around the house, right? <laughs> oh heck no man.
1: Not not around this house. Not that's around
0: right. this house. <laughs> not not as long as he's in this house, right? Uh no, that's great. I I uh and I think if you YouTube it, I'm not cool enough to splice in videos into these things. Uh so if anybody wants to, they can go out and YouTube Marcus Williams and it'll it'll be first thing pops up is uh is that play you made. Fun. So um, but that's not why we got on here. I, I, I have a lot of other things to to, to ask about. So um, are you moving into a new role? I know you talked about that a little bit with with uh, the clinic side. Uh, can you talk about that, what your role is and, and what that looks like maybe for the future
1: and, and, and where you are now with that? Yeah, absolutely. So def- I'm in the transition phase. We're still trying to define it because it is certainly, it's a brand new role within the department. And really what we're trying to do is create this brand and this narrative around what it means to be an athlete for life we have a lot of amazing programs that are happening clinically but the problem is the only way you can get to them is if you're hurt injured sick or something but I said you know what the people in the community they need this stuff now proactively I'm always reflecting on my times at the Woody Hayes and the treatment I had and the exposure to the things medically and cutting edge that we had as players and my pushed back to leadership and the challenge to the organization was, why can't we do this for all of our athletes across the lifespan, whether they're aspiring athlete that is still trying to make it to the next level, the professional athlete that's trying to maintain the community, healthy athlete that's just waking up and trying, they're, they're battling themselves and trying to stay active. These people that are former athletes that are dealing with the injuries I said, you know, let's, let's create this amazing experience for those folks, take some of these clinical things, package them in a way that is super accessible, super affordable, and let's just do this thing. So that's kind of how we got this Athlete for Life branding, and we're really in the process of just really establishing that identity, writing out that narrative, and we're putting some strategy behind it, and coming into 2021 and beyond, man, we're about to go do this thing. It's going to be big. That's great, and I've I've seen firsthand uh,
0: the work that you've done with you know, with, with the guys that come in that are rehabbing or, or former athletes, you know, current athletes, people that aren't athletes. Um, you know, I get to see it firsthand every single day. And and uh, it feels like it's really, really getting busy over there. I noticed that today, every time I look out my window, somebody else is headed over to the entry uh, to go in, which I don't know if that's good or bad because right. maybe they're injured or they're getting back to it, but it's good. Obviously great for business. I don't know if it's great for them, you know, that they were injured, but um, uh, one of the things too, that I, I, and this was actually um, Mitch, who, who we don't have on, but one of the guys that, that you work with. Um, one of the days I remember he had been working with a uh, a guy that was a rock climber, if I remember right, uh, had messed up his shoulder. And he, you know, so it took away his his love of, of the sport and, and what he loved to do. And uh, we went in, we took him in, we put him on the gauntlet. He, he went on the climbing wall because Mitch said, hey, can we do this? It's his last session. And this guy's 45 yeah. feet up in the air. Mitch is watching very carefully to make sure he's doing everything okay. And I looked over at him and I said, man, this is, this is your why, right? Like the smile on the guy's face as he's back to what he loves. Uh, I said, man, this has got to be your why. And, and Mitch was just as excited as the guy climbing the wall. You know, it was, yeah. it was that moment. So, you know, you probably see that every day, getting people back to where they were before they, you know, were injured or hurt or whatever it might be, um, that's got to be a win. Is that so? What What is your why when you go to work every day? What's your why?
1: Yeah, man, and I, you nailed it. Like for me, it's my why is I understand. Like people, we live in in a means which isn't as rich as life should be lived. So if you said Marcus, you know, what is your why? What is your vision? It's really to eradicate lifestyle poverty. Like there's no reason for us to put ourselves to the things that we do and and not aspire for the dreams that we're capable of. So I like to tell people not only, yes, you can do this, you can do much more and here are some tools to help you get there. And then to be able to practically provide that form in real time so you can see, wow, like I thought I would never be able to walk again and now I'm ready to run this half marathon or I would have never thought I was capable of competing at that level. Now here I am about to participate in my first you know, Division One football game. Like, people need to aspire to do more because we're all capable of doing more. And that's the way life should be lived, man. Yeah.
0: Man, that's rich. And I I actually was uh, on with uh, our friend Kelsey a little bit earlier. And I told her uh, the Friday morning Marcus Workouts I've literally I was thinking about it this morning I've never been more sore in my life <laughs> um, literally where we did that on a Friday morning and by Monday I still could not literally move uh, Saturday I, I wasn't even sure I could get out of bed. I've never been so sore. And I'm not saying that's everybody thinks all oh, this guy's, you know, <laughs> does that to everybody, but this guy can do a workout. Marcus can put you through a, a pretty tough workout, but they were fun. And honestly, the best time was just to getting together with the, the the people that were there and seeing each other. It was almost like a small group. It was that community, you know, and, and the exactly. last that we had, and even though we were all dying, <laughs> it was a, uh, it was a lot of fun to, to, to be together. So there's so many rich things that you probably take away from every
1: day and, and what you get to do uh, and who you get to do it with, I imagine. Yeah, no, and I mean, it's spot on. Like, those workouts are just a microcosm of life. Like, we get in there, and as a group, we, we push ourselves a little further than what we would do if we were just trying to do life alone. So I think that's why I love, like, the concept of this podcast, just to be able to to talk about all those connections and how we're living life together and inspiring each other to do these these just – Awesome things, man. It's fun. And I the last thing I'll
0: say on that that kind of that that topic is is uh you know I came to you and said man I'm miserable <laughs> like COVID got me not not the actual cold but the uh, the time off and and uh, man you didn't judge you didn't uh, you didn't make me feel bad you said hey I'll, I'll let me put something together for you and even now when I have questions that are probably basic as can be you're not like oh man here comes another one like you, you've always been very gracious so. Um, I need to do a better job of sticking with it <laughs> and uh you know seeing the results. But uh I appreciate your uh, your guidance with me on that. So um so that's the next question. I know you're doing some things outside of of work. Um working with uh is it correct to say that you, you do some things with Rock City? Rock City. Yeah. Church, what are you mm-hmm. doing with them?
1: I've been so for the past couple years, I've been helping with their youth ministry, particularly with the middle school boys focusing in on those seventh graders. And we, when we were doing it in person, my role was really to serve as like the small group lead. And then I taught some of the classes. We used to do video classes and felt like we could deliver better experiences if we started doing some live teaching. So kind of right before COVID hit, we were getting into our live teaching group and that was exciting. And then now that we're in the pandemic, we're doing our best to try to engage with these folks and doing a lot of virtual things and the timing of things have happened. They're doing a lot of things in the evenings. I'm like, you know, I got I got small babies now. <laughs> yeah, I can't be hopping on these virtual calls in the evenings, but we're still trying to stay connected. And they actually did, I was out of town last Thursday, but they had their, they did an in-person event outside and was able to do things safely. And it's just, they had, I think about 80 kids show up, you know, there's just a yearning for it. And I remember when I was looking to get involved and I was talking with Ral and they had opportunities at the high school level and at the middle school level. And I just felt like to get those kids that are transitioning from middle school to high school, it's such a big kind of moment in their life. And I can think back to when I was there and just to be able to have someone that could speak some truths into me, love into me and just let me know what I'm capable of. So I went into high school with some confidence and really had a perspective on what could be and what should be. And I'm like, man, like, let me go to the middle school. Let me go to the middle school. Because I know, like, I know the high school guys and stuff, like, we could connect with sports and we could be bros. But I really felt like that middle school group is where it was at. And, Lord, I didn't know what I was getting in them boys. (laughs) Energy, they got an attention span about two centimeters wide. I'm in there. Threatening yeah. to slap people and then got you know, <laughs> yeah. give a couple of Hail Marys and I'm like, whoa, they come in and say, man, I don't know how you do it. but It's, it's worth it because I know I was the same way. Yeah. You just got a lot of energy, man. And yeah. sometimes it's cool to, you know, we slap, slap some necks, goof off, but they hear it, you know, and that's yeah. my thing. It's like we keep pouring into it and they hear it because they'll repeat some things. You're like, all right, man, like it getting it. Getting it. it's a process.
0: Yeah. And that's such an awkward age. You know, I mean, it's uh, there's a lot going on physically <laughs> alone. Uh, but then there's also the, you know, yeah. you're not quite old enough to be that high school yet, but you're not elementary anymore. You're kind of in that 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 off ramp that you get off, you know, that, that rest area that you get off to. And you're like, where am I at here? You know, and I think there's a lot going on at that age. So to take that on is, again, man, it just impresses me that you would do that because that can be very frustrating (laughs) and we'll see as your kids get older (laughs) but no that that that's uh that's that's inspiring that that you can take that on uh for sure
1: um all right so um say again what'd you say i said yeah i'm just looking forward to seeing blossom and grow man yeah
0: and seeing them live right i mean i don't know about you I'm, i'm about ready to to get back to people again and and uh uh yeah um so all right so then let's let's transition to another thing that's kind of cool and that is uh what is a pizza family friday nights. what's the official name of that oh yeah
1: pizza fridays baby pizza Pizza Fridays. fridays it's a tradition we started in 2017 it's like when we first when ezra was around and we had him for a few months and we were like man what are we gonna do to like get out and do something? We got this little baby now, like you know, done this fine dining stuff. This couple's date night is out. Like we gotta do something that, uh, that brings a little spark back to the family. So I started thinking like, why don't we do like pizza Fridays? It gives us a little bit of rhythm. That gives us something to look forward to. And we set out, we said, you know, we'll do it for the summer months. Oh way, just gonna you know, put some guardrails around it. Let's go out and do it. And then it started out just, let's try all the different pizzas in central Ohio. And then, you know, we start doing it. We get a little rating system and then you start ranking them and you got your top five, top 10. So now it's just, it's burgeoned into this thing. It's like you have your top five and then you're going to go and try some new places and then circle back to your top five and the shuffling of the rankings. And it's just, it's awesome. And then we just like to share it, you know, share it on social media. So people, when they're saying, man, I'm looking for some pizza, let's go through and see, you know, what's out there. Cause there are plenty of options, you know, and there's, Definitely all pizza is edible, but not all pizza is worth the time or the money. So it's definitely, you know, it's, there's options out there.
0: So, all right. So, I mean, we're there now. So where, where's the top five? I mean, can you reveal that on this podcast? Can we, can we make an official, I know we're not Barstool Sports, One Bite App, you know, uh, not yet. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're not, we'll never be there. Not yet, man. But uh, all right. So, not yet, so.
1: but that's the. Uh, <laughs> what what's yeah, so the top we'll five just, you want to go you want me we want to go five up you want a little suspense too yeah let's we'll do that go, yeah, we'll, let's, we'll start from five i'll work the way up yeah to, let's do that let's do to that the number one there so, so number five is the carlos it's one we just had recently first time having it definitely was a different experience you know having putting the cheese on after the fact but i was a Huge fan of the crust. It held its consistency, and I'm a, I like that kind of garlicky, savory flavor in the sauce. So it just won me over with the toppings and how it was presented. But still, like that cold cheese isn't for everyone. How it gets put on there. So you want to take that one with you. Want to try it? But that's definitely, definitely that's that was my top five. That's number five there. And then number four for me is a place called Benny's. It's out in Marysville, and it's really. If you just took overall atmosphere and vibe, it's going to start creeping up to number one. They got a huge patio. They always have live music. They're just super generous with their toppings. And it's again, it's more of a thin crust kind of that Columbus style. When you think of donatos and stuff, it falls in to that you know category. But they I mean they do their toppings right, and it's just the vibe. You're on point. Plus, they give you. I'm a popcorn guy too, so they you can get in there and start chowing down on the popcorn as soon as you walk in, and that's just a lovely experience. Number it's like three, right? Is it a house? Right? It me, a house? It's, yeah. I mean, it's, well, it's, they had like a house, and then they just like expanded onto it, right? and then just fenced in area, and then now they yeah. got another spot to the adjacent to it for pickup only and delivery. Yeah, they're they're killing it out there. Uh, all, right, all right. And number three was <laughs> was a new entry that came in. We went to it for the first time. This place in Bell Fountain called Six Hundred Downtown Pizza. This place was amazing, and we went. I wanted to try their Detroit style, and it was the bomb. But I heard their Sicilian style is even better. And then the guy that opened that place, he's apparently opened like he is a pizza shop opening guru, so now he just goes around and helps people create these startup pizza shops in small, kind of up and coming towns like Bell Fountains. That's just what he does. So, this place really, like, he figured it out in terms. Of his recipe, he's won some competitions with his pizza crust. But again, they just a good, solid pie, and they can do. They have some versatility. So that's one I'm going to go back to to try some of their different styles. But it'll probably creep up, maybe. Okay. Creep up. But All this right. top two, I mean, it's getting it's getting stiff. Number two is Meisters. Now Meisters is this hole in the wall bar in Upper Arlington. Their their pizza, their kitchen is literally like eight by four. <laughs> like, you know, they, they got they're deep dishes and they're just cranking in there and you got to go and it's going to take you know if you're you're the first one in line it's going to be the solid hour and a half just to get your pizza and if you get there at 7 30 just plan on eating around 10 30 or so but i mean you're going to get it it only comes in one size you're going to eat for the whole weekend it's just (laughs) massive and it it really like it hits on all points it's cheese gooey you know the sauce again has that garlic can I tend to go for it it's great and then to number one the granddaddy of them all Adriaticos baby that is OSU campus original really that kind of Sicilian Detroit style just it is phenomenal the way like from the sauce to the cheese like they just they they put a little spin on everything that just incorporates so nicely and it's just you can't beat it and then you take the fact that you can get it just walk over, eat it on the oval. That's usually the tradition to sit out there in the open air. Man, like I've had a lot of pizza and I'm, I'm, I swear I'm not biased, but I always come back to it and I'm like, man, this pizza is top dog. So that's my top five, man. And I would, uh, I put it up against anybody's top five. There you go. No charge. That That was free of
0: charge. We just gave out. Free of charge, man. Free of charge. Maybe we'll get a sponsorship deal out of one of those. <laughs> if so, I'll give, you, I'll give you cred, no doubt about it. So, no, that's great. And then I think we, uh, we possibly have a little challenge working the deal with our buddies over oh. at Granddad's here in Hilliard. 16-inch mm-hmm. challenge, 45 minutes, three toppings. You know, you said you, you got this. And uh, I myself oh. have tried it and got halfway. My pace was fine. It was fine. It was, I was on pace. My stomach did not agree with, with finishing out the rest of it. So and I'm on the wall of shame. They did give me a T-shirt. Um. But, uh, <laughs> but I've been in touch. Uh, I've told them we got a heavyweight
1: fight coming and that, that uh, Marcus is on his way at some point. Yeah, we need to get that set up because when we were back home in Ironton, we went to this pizza spot, and they, do, they have 14 inches and 10 inches. And it's really kind of like personal size. I was like, man, I'm going to go 14. Had a little salad beforehand. It was a kale salad, too. So it was a lot of chewing, man. It had me full. And I got 14-inch, came out, crushed it, bro, crushed it. And I was just like, I almost sent you and Justin a text right at that time. Said, your boy's ready. Your boy's ready. Let's go. Like, the stomach is on point. Like, I don't want to wait too long. Let this thing straight back up. Like, let, let's get this
0: all right yeah all right we'll be in touch with them because we'll make that happen uh we'll put it up on the blog or something but now that i got faith in you i got faith i've seen it i've seen it done i've seen the wall of of fame there um and they'll they'll make it happen just don't go with all meat that's what i did bad idea very very bad idea uh yeah really full really quick but uh that's one of my favorites granddads you know good good people uh great local joint but uh man, we spend a lot of time talking pizza. <laughs> so, um, and this has been great. I, uh, I can have you on again. I, I hope, um, you know, and, and especially as things evolve and develop, um, covered a lot of ground in a lot of different areas, but that's who you are. And I think I, I said that at the very beginning is it's hard to give you one title because you got your hands in a lot of things and you do them all well. And that's, uh, there's a lot of people that do a lot of stuff, but none of it well, you know what I mean? Uh, Maybe myself included in that. Uh, And, and, but, but there's, there's people like yourself that do every, do a lot of things and you do them all well. You give the same dedication to your 6am workout that you give to those kids at Rock City, that you give to your day job, you know, to your family uh, and and pizza. (laughs) Uh, You give it all the same dedication. And and I admire that about you. And I'm thankful again, that we get to
1: work together every day amen it was an honor to be on here and like i say we're we're all blessed to be blessings so when we have opportunity to share our gifts why not absolutely man before and one thing before i forget i tell everybody this i'll have a blog
0: post up that'll have any links or uh, maybe i've got links to those five pizza places on there uh in just case anybody's looking for but what is there any other links that you want to share whether it's something osu related um if somebody's looking for more information about some of the things that you talked about uh, what links would that be while they're listening? Or um, is there anything that you want to share
1: there that I, that I can add to the post when I put it up? Yeah, I'd say the sportsmedicine.osu.edu is going to be the link to go to. That. That's where we're going to start posting all of our Athlete for Life commentary and narratives. And then that's really the spot right now to go. And as we get more specific details on things, I'll be sure to get them to you so you can send them out to the folks. Okay. And then one thing we want to talk, I, I can't believe we, we made it this far and didn't even
0: talk about it. Talk about what you're doing at the Dome. Um, there's some great, um, you know, we I had Kelsey on earlier. She's, there, there's, so I think when we, when you and I talked earlier today, the one thing I always tell people, they'll walk in, they'll see that weight room and they're like, man, how much is it to work out here? And I always tell people, um, you know, if you're a, an athlete looking for sport-specific training, if you're a pitcher that wants to throw harder, if you're a you want more explosiveness in basketball, whatever your sport is, um, but you know your typical gym probably isn't going to be able to get you where you want to. They might, but the the goals won't be. You won't have that assistance that you guys provide. Can you talk a little bit about Ohio State and what they're doing in the sports performance area at at Bo Jackson's Elite Sports?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're really trying to recreate what we've been doing for our Division I athletes for the past several decades, and it really comes down to having specific plans that meet the athletes where they are and evolve with them over time. A lot of times what we see is these athletes, they don't necessarily have a program, but they don't have a plan, and that program met their needs when they were an incoming freshman, but now they've evolved and matured as a human and the expectations for them for their sport have changed and they need to have a program that always mirrors those expectations. So that was the first thing we did is say, hey, let's start putting in some assessment opportunities so people can get a reality check on where they are from a performance standpoint, and that can help kind of guide our programming. So it's been phenomenal to see some of these youngsters coming in, we've really started to get a groove, kind of that middle school age, people that realize, you know, this is that prime time for me to start building that athletic base, that foundation, to then start setting the tone for what's to come. Because what we say, like, you, you're always like, when if you read our stuff, if you're thinking about it, you will wish you have started yesterday or a year from now. You, you will wish you would have started the day that you first met us. And that's the thing is because we try to tell people, you got a finite window of time. Everybody's out there grinding, competing for a handful of spots. The the folks that have a plan are going to be the ones that end up succeeding as long as they execute on that plan. The people that are out there just showing up, grinding kind of aimlessly and being whimsical about it, they may get a good sweat and get after, but they're going to look up. And, you know, no one ever drifted to their destination. You got to have that direction. And that's what we we're really giving these kids. And it's great because you see them in there and they're, it creates energy when people understand, like I'm in here with my contemporaries, we're all striving for the same things, like let's go, let's get this. And they're pushing each other. And we have did some specific things that kind of help group like individuals with like individuals. So it's just it's just burgeoning, man. It's uh, We're excited to see, we're expecting some big things coming out of there in the next few months and especially going in to the, to the new year. Yeah, you guys are doing a great
0: job. I mean, you've really owned that space. Um, you are the experts, you know, especially in this town. You say Ohio State and people people pay attention. Um, for yeah. all the reasons you just said, uh, I think every, you know, again, I'm an ACC guy, but at the end of the day, you got to recognize that Ohio State, um, top to bottom sports, the medical Center, you name it, uh, Ohio State is a top-notch, you know, <laughs> It, they, they do everything top-notch, and, and you know, we are blessed to have them in the city, uh, and, you know, we're obviously very blessed to work with you guys as partners uh, across the board and everything you do, and certainly in that sports performance area, we're starting to see that. The other thing I would see is I see a lot of younger kids that are coming in, starting that journey early, uh, to your point. I'm not, you know, I'm not seeing a lot of high school seniors or juniors coming in. There's a few, you know, there, and there are some, but I think when I walk by or look in there, I, I see – I see a, a lot of young kids that are really getting after it and starting that journey. Uh, it's, it's
1: really neat to see that they're getting after it at an early age and starting to buy in right away. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's been, that's been intentional because from the jump, I told Cam, I was like, look, we're looking to build relationships with these folks. Like we want to go through the highs and the lows with them. We want to celebrate their victories and, you know, sit down and give them a shoulder to console on during the downtime. So we want people to come in young so we can take care of them and really make sure that they're getting sound advice throughout that journey. Cause I mean, they're just like, they're, they're amendable to the feedback. You know, they're, they're looking for some mentors. So what, what not, what not a better place than in that gym where they can take some of that energy and put it to something productive it's, it's, it's powerful
0: yeah well man i i appreciate you being on i appreciate you being my, my brother my friend that's the greatest title i i can give you is that you're my friend and, and i'm thankful for your friendship that. uh thankful that we get to work together every day and, and again uh we'll have some information in the the blog post for you that that uh, that can people can find you on there and um man again thanks and uh we'll get that granddad's pizza thing up there soon too
1: Hey, let's do it man let's do it all right Maybe may be on the sidelines a couple of day after but we're gonna get we're gonna get <laughs> on right. that wall of fame yeah we'll
0: we'll, have, we'll do the podcast the day after i want to see where you're at <laughs> but you can wear your green t-shirt from granddad says winner and uh and it'll be all good
1: <laughs> oh heck yeah baby all, all right, right man i appreciate you i'll talk to you soon absolutely appreciate Thanks it bro much. oh yep see yeah.